Have you noticed that the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke are remarkably similar? They are so similar, it's like they copied off each other. Let me introduce you to what scholars call the synoptic problem on this episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Should I make a Season 2? I'm going to pay attention to three things to decide if there will be another season. Downloads, feedback, and money. You can encourage Season 2 quicker if you'll do two things for me. Number one, follow the podcast on your podcast player, and then you'll get every episode for free, and I will keep you updated with the progress of Season 2. And then number two, tell a friend about the podcast and get them to listen too. The more listeners, the quicker I'll work on season two. All right, let's get to today's episode. The Bible has four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. One of these is not like the others. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are remarkably alike, and John is totally different. John doesn't contradict the others, but his voice is so unique, his pacing, his grammar, his emphasis, his themes, totally different. But Matthew, Mark, and Luke are amazingly similar, and so theologians have called them the synoptic gospels. Syn means, S-Y-N means same. Optic means vision or view. So they all have the same view of Jesus, synoptic. And that brings us to some interesting questions. Let's start by learning just how similar these three Gospels are to each other. There's a remarkable amount of material that is repeated word for word in all three Gospels. The introduction of John the Baptist, his baptism of Jesus, the first disciples, Jesus is rejected in his hometown, he heals Peter's mother-in-law, the man with the withered hand, the commissioning of the twelve disciples, and the list goes on and on, actually for a long time. All these are in the same order and repeated word for word in almost every case, in all three Gospels. And this material is sometimes called the triple tradition. The triple tradition. About 90% of Mark's Gospel can be found word for word in Matthew. About 50% of Mark can be found in Luke. And if you get a copy of the Gospel of Mark and take out the stories word for word that you find in Matthew, and then also take out what you find in Luke, you're left with only 3% that is unique to Mark. It's only 132 words. Matthew has a unique birth narrative, along with unique parables and long sections of teaching, including most of the Sermon on the Mount and the Olivet Discourse. Luke has a unique birth narrative, a few unique miracles, and some unique stories after the resurrection. Each of the Gospels has occasional unique sentences commenting on varying things, too. And occasionally, one of them will expand on a story that they all have. But by and large, these three are remarkably similar in their pacing, their view, their order, and long sections of word for word exactly the same. It's as if they copied off each other. Furthermore, there is material that is shared by each pair and not found in the third. So what's going on here? Well, some say that the Holy Spirit told each writer what to say word for word, and none of them saw each other's work. They just listened to the Holy Spirit. Honestly, I think this is rather naive. 
If this is the case, then why is John so different? And what accounts for the slight differences among the synoptics? Furthermore, certainly the writers all knew each other, and they told and listened to the stories dozens or hundreds of times as they recounted what they remembered about Jesus. So they seem to have similar a similar source, or that they copied off of each other what's actually happening. The question is, here was one of the main questions, which came first? Well, they were written close enough to each other that it's we can't tell by history or dating methods. So what happened? Well, scholars have debated this for centuries. St. Augustine thought that Matthew wrote first, and then Mark used Matthew's gospel in writing his own, and Luke utilized both Matthew and Mark to write his gospel. Mark is the one who has the most overlap, and it is by far the shortest, so one of two things is likely. Either one, he was the first writer, and the others used his gospel as a template from which to expand, or two, he wrote last and used material from the others to summarize and condense the story. The majority of scholars today believe that he wrote first and the others used his material. This is partly because there seems to be material in the other Gospels that Mark would have used if he had seen it. It goes along exactly with what he was, he was trying to do in his Gospel, and it's hard to believe that he would delete it. This is obviously speculative, but well-informed and well-educated speculation, to be sure. Then the question arises, how did we get the material shared between Matthew and Luke, but not found in Mark? Well, there are two possibilities. First, whichever of them wrote last had access to both Mark and the one who wrote after Mark. Uh, That's possible. But many have suggested another possibility, and this is a different source that both Matthew and Luke used, but Mark did not use. And that source has been called by scholars Q. It comes from the German word quell. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but it means source. My apologies to the QAnon folks. It has nothing to do with that. The synoptic gospel source Q predates QAnon by hundreds of years. So Q, anyway, let's go back to that. Q would be an early version of the gospel of Jesus that we no longer have today. We have no evidence whatsoever that it ever existed, except that both Matthew and Luke have word-for-word similar passages that are not found in Mark, and it's a way to explain that. Some scholars have argued that Q was not actually written down, but Q was an oral tradition. And in a culture when writing is extraordinarily expensive and no one owned books, people told stories around the community fire every night. And that was their form of entertainment. It was a way to raise children, to instill civic values, and to remember the past. And people would often memorize long stories and lists, word for word. There wasn't much else to do. And so, perhaps Q was a set of stories passed around the Christian community fires for many years. And as the stories are changed slightly over time, they are slowly solidified and shared into a shared structure with the same wording. Until I hear something more convincing, honestly, this is what I think is is how we got the material shared in Matthew and Luke. And I think that they both used a written copy of the Gospel of Mark. I could be wrong. However we got the Synoptic Gospels, these three are God's Word for us, revealing the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Thank you, God, for the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ.
I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things. Downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast, and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from Season 1 without any advertising, plus 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.